So where do you guys go to wait for your wine delivery? Well, we have a hostage now, Mason, but we can only ride the bus. See, Paul, this is why Wonder Woman has an invisible jet. You can't steal it if you can't find it. Does she even still have an invisible jet, Elvis? I'm pretty sure that's old school Wonder Woman. Besides, they stole my keys, not the entire car. Well, Larry, maybe the keys to the jet are invisible too. I don't think fighter jets have keys like a conventional car. It's more like just very hard to get them off the runway unless you know what you're doing. To be honest, I don't really read Wonder Woman comics. I don't even know where she keeps the jet parked. I'm just saying, an invisible car would have been perfect for this. Sure, but at any rate, what do we do with our hostage now? All right, you. We're gonna ride the bus to a lousy part of town, and you're gonna sit there and be cool about it. The average mortal can't see these two goons, points Elvis and Paul, and I don't know about this splitter guy. Can't see me if I don't like it. Right, so if you panic, they're gonna put you in a crazy house for thinking you've been kidnapped by invisible men. Retman goes, fine, but I don't know what you expect to get out of me. All I took was a VR helmet, and scooping up an account is just normal business. What are you gonna find out, that I'm Cheesley Ratman? Guilty as charged. We're gonna find out who you work for, Cheesley. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I bet the guy towards the bottom rung has all the answers. All it would take is one IRS agent asking little old me some questions, and the lid gets blown off the entire private equity firm. Yeah, right. Oh, what's that? Paul, I think he's saying we can't get the answers by torturing him, which makes your plan stupid. That's not what he's saying. He's saying we can't get correct answers. But with enough torture, we could definitely get some answers. I'm willing to act on the answers that we get. Wait, if we're sure that he doesn't know anything, why are we even taking him? Well, I've got some questions, Splitter says. Oh, okay. Alright, shut up. Everyone be cool. I think this is our bus. The bus rounds the corner and Ratman is escorted on board by three men that no one else can see. Lowry follows in and 45 minutes later, you're back in the bad part of town and about to head into the sewers. Ratman goes, Oh wait, are we going back to your sewer layer? But everyone knows where that is at this point. Are you guys trying to get jumped? Shut up. Don't help us. I know that you know about the lair, which means that you wouldn't expect us to be there because you know that I know, which means that you won't send people to the lair in the first place. I mean, I would just send a guy to cover my bases. That seems like a waste of resources. I can't believe you stole the Beans and Tupperware account. You're so inefficient. Well, before we lose you to our own idiocy, why don't you tell us what you know, Ratman? All I know is that someone higher up the chain of subsidiaries told me to find Elvis and Paul. We had a general location based on your internet service provider and a few other details that we were able to dig up. But beyond that, you're phantoms. It took me the better part of three years in greasing quite a few palms before I realized that you were literally underground. Then once I found you, word came down to physically steal a VR headset and send it on up the chain. I don't know who asked or why. So in theory, if we daisy chain our torture up the hierarchy of your business, eventually we'll find out who stole our VR headset. Paul, I feel as maligned as you about having our stuff stolen, but this has already been just a lot. I'm not sure I want to spend my immortal life trying to understand corporate structure. It is always changing. I've made it my immortal life goal, and I'm still working on navigating that field. All right, this is crap. The IRS may accept that they can't do anything about you because you're more trouble than they can deal with, but I am petty and tireless, and I'm going to keep going even if I forget why I started. This is why we need Pecunian, Paul. Just let that man do his magic. You guys got in touch with Derek Pecunian? You guys really are some of the shadiest kooks in the business. You guys make your way down to your lair and you find a hideous vampire standing there in plain view. He holds out a bottle of wine to you, and when you take it, he says, With kind regards from the master, his many thanks and his assurance that he is always watching to reward further good deeds. And then you blink and the vampire is gone. Alright, I know that trick like the back of my palm. 
If you're gonna hang out down here, we got some blood in the fridge, but you gotta start with the bags in the back, okay? Those are the old ones. Splitter kind of looks into the empty space next to you and shrugs. No sense sitting around here like sitting ducks. Let's get the wine and hard drive to Pecuniumen and lay low until we got the information that we need. Splitter asks, is this Pecuniumen thing gonna be long? Probably. He has to untangle a hierarchy that's intentionally designed to be impossible for the whole IRS to understand. You guys go ahead then. I got a few more things bothering me about Ratman here. You mind, if I have an accident, if I hang the body next to the other one? Yeah, we don't actually use that coat rack for coats, so it's nice to see it getting used. Right. I'll keep in touch then. You guys take a cab down to Pecuniumen's house and wake him up in the dead of night. You offer him the wine and the hard drive. What? That was extremely punctual. I hope you didn't let my wife know I was the one looking for this. We didn't even see her, my man. We got it from the husband, I think. Oh, alright. Well, I'll just start cracking this open. You wire me the money for the job, and I'll call you in a few days when I know who benefited from your beans and Tupperware account, and if I can see who might have asked for that VR headset. All right, see you around, Pecunioman. Paul, Elvis, do you guys have money for a nice hotel? We do actually have a lot of money, but don't you also have a lot of money? My wallet was stolen, and that's going to make it hard to look for a place. I don't want to hear about it. Look, just book the most expensive hotel suite that you can find and get ready to pay a whopping room service fee because I'm going to treat this like a vacation. Why would you have a room service fee? We don't eat or drink anything. I need whiskey and vermouth for my meals. And also, I like to berate the staff, so I'm going to order stuff, criticize it, and then throw it away. You know what? Sure. I haven't taken the time to properly scope out the city's museums and stuff, you know? Lowry, you can shout at room service. Elvis, you and I can hang out at the park and feed the ducks. It'll be nice to get some time off. Oh, I wonder if the ducks are out at night. That's gonna kill our video viewership, though. Okay, well, we'll use the hotel Wi-Fi to broadcast our shows, and then we'll do the vacation stuff afterward. If that works on our timetable, how come we never did vacation stuff before this? Well, because I've always been busy with Lowry's jobs, and you've been busy trying to learn how to make your own jigsaw puzzles by hand. Ah, yes, my jigsaw puzzles. It's an artistic endeavor. But okay, yeah, that's, that's good. I'll take a break from those. Alright, you guys lay low for a few days. Splitter calls you before Pecuniumen does, and he says that he learned some interesting stuff. But he's going to catch up to you when you've got some info on your end and you'll trade. Pecuniumen calls a few days later. Hello, Larry. I have some fascinating and possibly terrible news. It turns out the Bean and Tupperware thing was purely Ratman. That, of course, got shuffled around to a bunch of subsidiaries who each claimed the losses from it as tax write-offs, saving them millions going up the chain. That's just business as usual. But I was able to look into the VR headset thing, and you won't believe it, but that order just keeps on going. Wait. No, that that's not correct. Pecuniumen, the important thing is the Beans and Tupperware account. You're, you're telling me that that was just typical peanuts, but Paul having his headset stolen, that goes all the way up to the top. The top is only as far as I could trace it. As far as recorded electronic correspondence goes, the head of Res Imperium specifically requested it. Do I know who Res Imperium is? Yeah. Ultimately, all private equity actually belongs to about two or three companies. Res Imperium is the sort of master company that owns all the subsidiaries that make up its complex network of partners. All cash flow eventually comes back to them after everything has been written off as a loss. In theory, they lose billions of dollars per year, even in spite of receiving billions of dollars in federal tax subsidies. They're believed to be one of the wealthiest firms in existence and feature a variety of major politicians as key stockholders. This is like hearing that a power above the U.S. government stole Paul's VR headset. Pecuniumen, I swear, 
If you are giving me a false lead, I will come to your house and I will personally break you in half. Larry, I would not have chased it so far if I wasn't so curious myself. I had to bet like you wouldn't believe for this. I called in favors from people I'm not proud to grovel to. And part of the only reason I made any headway at all is because it is so ridiculously petty. Even then, I met resistance and had to spend a fair amount of blackmail to crack it open. People didn't want to talk about it. I haven't even seen this level of reticence about the actual billions of dollars of fraud that the firm is committing. Paul's VR headset is involved in some of the most insider-style collusion that I've seen in years. I... I don't believe you. I was skeptical you would. I thought I'd have answers when I got to the end of it, but the last I could crack was Kerry Avel, the owner of Res Imperium itself. That's not a man that I can get through, so I can't give you a reason and I don't know why, but that headset eventually fell into the hands of Kerry Avel. No. No. No, but... But he cared about the Beans and Tupperware account, right? Like I say, it was just another loss to get claimed multiple times throughout the company's structure. Carrie probably never even heard about Beans and Tupperware. Okay. Uh, Alright. So, so Paul and Elvis seem to be really important to Carrie Avum, a man who basically controls and destroys an enormous amount of the global economy. Larry, can I ask you a favor? If you pursue this any further and, and you find out, can you please tell me why he stole that headset? At this point, I need to know it is a mystery left clawing at the inside of my soul. Mine too, Pecuniaman. Mine too. I hang up. Was that Pecuniaman? Yes. Splitter materializes next to you. Right, what'd we learn? Oh my god. I don't care how important you are, Splitter. Paul and Elvis do this so often that no matter how ominous you thought it would seem to reveal that you could be here at any time, I mostly just find it annoying. Sorry. But I can be here at any time. You're gonna kill me with a heart attack. Anyway, I'm still mentally processing what I learned. Pecuniaman says that Carrie Avum, the owner of one of the world's most powerful private equity firms, is the one who stole Paul's headset. Actually, I might even work for him. I don't know. The structure above me is too complicated. See, that's interesting because I had a chat with your Ratman, and I found out that he's basically a changeling. See, a changeling is a supernatural creature that steals a child and then replaces the child with a child of its own. Kind of like cowbirds do by laying eggs in another bird's nest. Human parents take care of the baby until it's grown, and then its true nature gets revealed. Ratman didn't know what was going on up the chain, but he and his buddies were all changelings. More specifically, Ratman and his friends were animals, transformed into people, then used to replace human children. Wait a minute. Are you kidding? One of the most powerful men in the world, who's also somehow connected to a bunch of changeling animal children, stole my VR headset. Yeah, and the boss is really keen to know who's making the changelings and how deep it goes. Stealing your headset might be the biggest mistake they've ever made. Oh my god. I've always dreamed of this day. I knew I'd crack the conspiracy that runs the world like an egg one day. I just had no idea that the egg would be thrown at my face. This is amazing. But why Paul and Elvis? Maybe Carrie Avum just likes our show. No. No, I refuse to accept that pretending to be big-titty anime girls somehow gave you mental access to the leaders of a global conspiracy. Big-titty is more powerful than big business. No! No, it isn't! You're not even real! Look at you! You're one of the ugliest things in this entire city! None of this is right! Look, I came here expecting that this conspiracy was going to be city-wide. That's what the boss is mainly concerned with. But my boss isn't at the top of his chain, and if he can go up the ladder with information about who... Or what, pulls the strings internationally? Well, that's promotional material right there. Buck up, Lowry, a rising tide floats all ships. And if Drac does well, your fortune is soon to follow. I'll let the boss know who got this pecuniaman guy. 
Splitter pulls out his phone. Looks like this Avon fella's got a big home in northern New York. That's competitive territory vampire-wise, but I'm going to book us some tickets and fly out tonight. Let's see if the boss can swing us some contracts. Pack your bags, boys. We've got to move quick if you plan to catch a meal. Well, I'm ready to go. Let's go. I'll eat on the plane. Oh, I, I only have this one pair of clothes. Same. You know, just because you look ugly doesn't mean that you have to be ugly. And how you suck. I hate you guys. You get used to people not really noticing you. I can be as ugly as I want. Great. I'll meet everyone at the airport after I've talked it over with the boss. Splitter then vanishes. Call a cab right away. Come on, guys, let's go! We gotta learn the big conspiracy! We're the center of the big conspiracy! You're the center of it. I drag my feet and mope the entire way downstairs. You guys drive down to the airport. Splitter meets up with you in about a half hour after you tell him where you are. He hands Larry a ticket for coach and says, Some first-class seats ought to be open. I'll have a look. Then why am I in coach? No, I am not going to be degraded further. I go to the ticket counter and I upgrade my flight and then I check in. I guess the rest of us just walk past security. Uh, there's probably a lot of cameras around an airport, though, isn't there? Yeah, but they'd only check them if there's an incident, so that's probably fine. Actually, this is a bit of a risk, but you're in a hurry. You guys board the plane, and there's a few empty seats in first class that you can occupy. A few hours later, you're in New York. You drive out a ways in a rental car, then find a spot at a little bed and breakfast near your final stop. Splitter pulls out his phone. So we were able to get the blueprints for the house. It'll be heavily guarded by my guests, and based on how the two of you did breaking into our mansion, I don't like your odds as it stands. So I'm going to go pick up a composite bow and some heavy-duty neurotoxins. We'll put on some masks, go in swift, quietly, and grab Avon. After that, we'll pump in for information, demand a massive Bitcoin deposit to a foreign government or something, and we'll figure out what to do with him once we learn a bit more. Wait, if we make this about a foreign government, won't the international authorities try all the harder to figure out who's responsible? Sure, but what's he going to do if we drop him off in that country? Right now, that's the most likely turnout as I see it. Okay, and how about extraction for us? How are we going to get him to ride the bus? I was thinking we'd run him down to a sailboat, then join up with another group of vampires. The boss has a friend with his own home and people that you can't find on the map. Mr. Splitter, this is actually our first time doing something kind of like this at this scale. Are you sure that you want to trust us with neurotoxins? Don't worry, I'll handle the neurotoxins. Do I have to go? All hands on deck, Lowry. But what am I supposed to do? You saw the guards that Ratman had. Once a guy like that pins down Paul and Elvis, I want you to run up and put a boot in his head. Isn't that what the neurotoxins are for? Why would I- Yeah, but what if I can't get to him? Actually, come to think, I lied. You're gonna work with neurotoxins too. I'm gonna get you some knives. Even if you cut yourselves by accident, your hearts don't beat, so you're not in danger. I'm really a lot more comfortable with the talking role. Well, this isn't a social visit, so get comfortable outside of it. We're gonna leap the fence, take out anyone in the way of the target, then nab him during dinner. We'll rush out, meet our new friends, and it's as simple as that. No one should be on their toes for it. I love it! It's perfect! It's just how I imagined breaking a global conspiracy would go! That, and I would have some kind of physical evidence that would be easy to explain to even the dumbest person! All this business partner stuff is just sort of dumb. I hate how long it would take to explain, but the evil changeling thing, that's perfect! Does anyone have anything to add to the plan? Is any of this negotiable? No. Well, I guess there's no better place to get the job experience than starting at the very highest level. It can go on our resume, and even if we screw it up, we're still gonna fail upward. We'll get trusted with more high-stakes kidnappings down the line, and then we'll fail those too until pretty soon we're the boss of all kidnappings. There's the spirit. You guys wake up the next day as the sun is setting, take a taxi on down to your target location, and then scope the place out. The mansion is perched up on a hill, and down below is the ocean and a set of docks. 
There's a small sloop sailing nearby that Splitter points out as your ride. You're handed knives, which are coated in some kind of fast-acting toxin, and Splitter gets out bow and arrows. You all head around back, staying close to the tall privacy fence. Alright, on the count of three, I'm gonna hop over and shoot down any guards I can spot. I don't care how strong they are, if they've got a pulse, this poison ought to freeze up their spines. Ready? What if I say no? Alright, Lowry, listen to me. If you do this, Draculandrew is gonna know that you're a useful person. And I mean with a diverse set of skills. And a decisive guy, too, alright? The higher-up jobs... It's not just about working hard all the time, doing the same things all day. It's about creativity and taking risks. Yeah, but risk management is also a part of those jobs. Well, in that case, you gather up some lesser expendables, and if they screw up, you pretend they don't exist. Got it? Yes. Yes, I get exactly what's going on, but that took a turn into being a terrible pep talk. You be valuable enough, and you won't be expendable anymore. Or we'll do this and be loose ends who know too much. Just throwing that out there. Paul, I thought you were with me on this. Oh yeah, no, I am ready to die for this. Just keeping it real, man, I know how this stuff works. Alright, come on, Lowry, this is probably your only chance to meet the king of private equity in the next 200 years at least. And probably Dracula Andrew is gonna kill us after this no matter what. <sighs> Fine. Did I get some motive? Aside from your inevitable death? I mean, what do you want to do, go back and do crochet? What if this turns out okay and you missed out on everything? What if there's something really cool in that building? I guess there could be something really cool in there. I hope you're right, Paul. If we go in there and there's nothing neat to see, I don't know if I want to do more high-profile kidnappings. Well, it's our first one. I mean, we'll see how it is and figure it out from there. Great. Is everyone ready, then? Got all your willies shaking out. I'm ready. Still ready. I get to ask Avum about some insider information. If that's fine, then I'm in. I guess I just hope we see something cool. Let's go! I leap up and pull myself over the fence. I was gonna say three, but okay. Splitter pulls himself over. Over the fence. Up we go. You all land on the other side. There's a single guard wandering around by the pool. Splitter files off an arrow, he yelps a little, then falls in the pool. Go, go! You run up the hill, then you see an old-looking guy with a napkin and his dress shirt come out to the window. Several other old guys appear behind him, and you recognize some of them. It's a bunch of politicians. Senators and congressmen from both aisles of politics. They start to panic. Run right through the window. You run right through it, splashing the old men with glass as they make frightened old man sounds. Oh, what the hooch? Splitter runs in immediately behind you. Jump on top of one of the old guys I don't recognize. Do you follow politics well enough to recognize any of these guys? No. Well, then you tackle none other than Congressman Dickerson from your home state. Are you the old guy that we're looking for? Ah, ah, help! Uh, Pardon me, Senators, Congressman. I'm so sorry to intrude on whatever's going on here. You're darn right you're going to be sorry, announces one of the old men. He pulls a gold inlaid whip out from underneath his suit jacket. You are about to get a beating from the party whip! Another congressman tries to motion for him to stop. Wait, if he is willing to talk, I'm willing to negotiate and cede on almost everything. We surrender, sir. Well, then, I straighten myself up. Yes, I'm definitely just here to talk and accept your surrender. Then I surrender. The congressman with the whip pulls out a lighter. Are you kidding me? I'm going to burn this entire place to the ground. He walks over to the wooden dining table and holds the lighter up to it. We're all going to die now. It's for our own good. One old guy who looks particularly like a vulture starts to make a run for it. Splitter goes, that's the one, that's our guy. I get up and I tackle that one. I'm sorry, this is my first high-profile kidnapping. I don't know who's who. The two politicians are now negotiating. 
Now see here, instead of burning down the entire building, could we possibly just burn this table? Or maybe form a committee to investigate the table to see if it's done anything wrong, then form a committee to decide what to do about the table once we have our findings. The other congressman says, No! I would rather die! That I take you with me is merely the greatest pleasure of my endeavor! I only wish that I could kill more of you in particular! So, uh, are we, are we, let's go, everyone! I pick up Carrie Havem and throw him over my shoulder. A little help, gentlemen, Carrie cries. The guy with the lighter says, What do you think I'm doing? Once your house burns down, these assailants will perish. The one that offered surrender seems flummoxed for a second, then inspiration strikes. He pulls a huge wad of hundred bills out of his pocket. He walks up, then he sticks it in Avum's shirt pocket. There you are, good man. And I'm terribly sorry about everything. The whip guy goes, Why don't you just give the assailants your money, idiot? Oh, you think I should? He starts to reach into his pockets. No, I was being facetious! You there, criminals! You should be taking the money from him directly! Don't let him give it to you! You need to take! And you! He points back at the congressman. You pathetic victim! If you resist him in any way, I will strike you with my whip! Uh, okay, I'll just, I'll just take your whole wallet, okay? That would be best. Here you are. I, I'm so sorry again. All right, well, I guess uh, if no one's going to stop me, I'm going to go. I leave the way I came. You guys get back outside to the pool, and inside the politicians have managed to set the table on fire. About half of them applaud vigorously, and the other half look really concerned, but don't do anything to help themselves. Does anyone want to intervene? I mean, where's the guards? Someone should be protecting them. Avum says, Well, it's not every day I'm assaulted in my own home. Bertrand was the only guard on duty this time of night. Bertrand's corpse floats by you guys in the pool. The fire spreads quickly, and the house bursts fully into flame within minutes. Without anyone to help them, the politicians have destroyed themselves. They were all insane time bombs, Avum says. I tried to wrangle them as well as I could, but I suppose the burden is lifted now. I can rest at last. Take me away. Weren't you controlling them? Control? No, you don't control politicians any more than you herd cats. No, no, they have terrible attention spans and no sense of self-awareness. I just try to attract them to certain ideas with their natural food substance, giant piles of money. The stress was putting me in an early grave. Uh, man, no, no, no. Okay, you can't just be a victim of the world that's enabling you, okay? You have to be the head evil that runs everything uh, against everyone else's will. Or, or else this just doesn't work. Wait a minute, are you Paul from that YouTube video? The Paul? Yeah, that's right, the one you stole the VR headset from. And look what it got you! It wasn't I who desired the headset. If you're looking for answers, you're looking for the one above me. The one man who controls Res Imperium from the shadows. Paul and Elvis, he'd like to meet you more than anything. He's an enormous fan. Oh my god. Wait, so one of the shadow leaders of the global economy is a fan of big titty anime VTubing? I don't understand it myself, but he is absolutely gaga for it. He's a crazed fan. The shadow leader of most of the world's money is, is a crazed fan of Paul and Elvis. You'll find that most powerful people are obsessive, sociopathic weirdos. It's just something about them, I guess. If you want to see him tonight, I could take you to him. Uh, Splitter? Well, I guess if there is a man higher up than Avum, it's what we wanted to know about. Can we get there by boat? Yes, Avum replies. He's got a vineyard near the water. You're just standing there in the flickering firelight. Well, shoot, let's go meet our biggest and most powerful fan. You flag down your boat. Everyone gets aboard. Splitter says, change of plans. Apparently he's going to turn out the head honcho for us. Can I borrow a phone? Avum asks. Hand him my phone. 
Avum calls someone and has a really brief conversation. He returns the phone and says, He's available. He'll meet you. He says you can bring friends, but I would advise you not bring very many. Yeah. Okay. This all kind of feels like it fell out of our control at some point here, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let him get in your head, Paul. All the boss needs is information, at the least. And we still have Avum for now. That counts for something. Splitter calls up Drac and tells him everything that's going on right now, and the boat heads down to the Hudson Bay, driving on through the night until it arrives at a small vineyard that's gently lit. There's a man sitting outside with a glass of wine, wearing a sort of comfortable leisure suit. As you disembark, he waves the glass kindly. All right, I'm ready. I've speculated my whole life on who controls it all, and now I need to know. Wait, the man says. Seriously? I thought this whole time your show was about me. Well, it is. It was always about the guy who runs everything. You were always so close to the mark, I thought. This guy, he actually knows. Everything I've done to hide myself, and this guy, Paul, he knows about it. The animal people, private equity, the lies, the money, everything. He's following everything I'm doing. Oh, uh, no, 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 uh, Paul did know. Paul did know. Nice to meet you, sir. I'm Lowry from Lowry and Lowry Services. I'm Paul's window into private equity. I've been tracking you as much as I can, as much as he has. I'm a huge fan of your work. The man shakes your hand. A pleasure to meet y'all. The name is Absababel. Paul, I called into your show the other day asking about a gift for Avum here. I hope that wasn't a little too on the nose or too forward. Uh, yeah, how's the, uh, how'd the advice I give you? I'm getting them set up with a little private island as we speak. It's gonna have its own movie theater and a freezer stocked with more carrion than he could know what to do with. A dead animal from every country. In fact, Avum, why don't you come down off that boat and rest your little wings? You're the guy who called us about the vulture man. Oh, yeah. So what are you, like a vampire or what? The boat behind you instantly cracks into flame. There's practically a sheet so hot you can feel your hairs curling up. The vampires that were on board don't even have time to scream. The fire lasts about a second, and what's left of the vessel sinks. I'm what you'd call an angel. Drop down on my knees. Yep, head to ground. We're, we're doing this again. Okay, me too. Nah, nah, gentlemen, I'm fans of you. Really, really. Get up, get up, get up. Oh, come on, have a seat next to me. Avum, fetch us a few Mai Tais, would you? Of course, sir, Avum says, and he hurries off to get some Mai Tais. See, every now and then, a person dies in sin, and when their souls go to hell, they open up just a little pinprick between here and there. Just the tiniest little hole. So small, you might not even notice it. But have you ever heard the question, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? Well, I can shrink down to smaller than a pin. So one day, I squeezed right out of that hole. And now here I am. And here you are, gentlemen. You've been researching me so much, you must have a lot of questions. The mind is reeling, sir. I always knew that there was an easy answer, but hearing from the clam's noise orifice that an angel is making everything complicated, it answers so much in such a simple way that even a dumb guy could understand. The clam's orifice. <laughs> I love that, Paul. You and Elvis are delightful men. And you, Mr. Lowry, I should have known that there was a manager behind the scenes. Every good business, as they say. I've been thinking a lot about what I'd do if I met you guys. And you know, I'm getting tired of making my own servants. They're so predictable, and whenever I start to get attached, they just die from old age. I can't believe it's nearly Avon's time to go already. Seems like just yesterday he was born with big plans to run the finance industry. All my own big plans, of course. But what if I let someone else in on the important things? Paul, what if I let you run social media? 
Like a social media account? Oh, no, 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 no. That's for interns. I mean, control the entire social media oligarchy. You can give orders to any of the people that operate that business sector. I just think you'll finally get to know absolutely everything you ever wanted to know about everything. Can I occasionally just make up my own truths and just make them real? I mean, that's 90% of what social media is. And Elvis, you always struck me as the funny one. Do you want to be in charge of trying fruitlessly to counterbalance Paul's more popular and more destructive messages, but while also having the time to make puzzles by hand? Would I? Well, that sounds like the dream. There's nothing that I love more than puzzles and barely trying to contain Paul. Throw in a pet goldfish and you got yourself a deal. Good, good. And Mr. Lowry, I don't own all of private equity, but I can certainly see to it that you wind up in a prominent position at Res Imperium. Anyone who can see through that tangled web is obviously a genius who should be rewarded. Of course, sir. It was entirely my doing. I'll take it. And so your journey ends, having arrived at the giant fan that stole your stuff, only to be gifted with more than you could possibly understand. All right. Well, uh, that was fun, Mason. Shame about Splitter, though. I kind of like that guy. Yeah, he was our guy. Oh, no, Paul was right. We were massive loose ends. Splitter was totally going to kill us. He totally was. Splitter was just pretending to be nice. I mean, uh, you know, I like his professionalism. You play a game where everyone's evil and you can't hate the guys who stick to that. I'm honestly not super good at the whole pure evil angle, personally. I mean, this was fun, but you know what I like? If we're gonna do evil, it should be like material evil. You know, like stealing, a heist. Would you guys mind if I run the next game? I want to do a big magic labyrinth heist. Sure, I prefer to actually play, so I pass the baton to you. Great. Next time, the great big bingo bone heist. Get excited. So that was Vampire Charade. If you enjoyed that, consider supporting me on Patreon. I am Don somewhere on Patreon. You can look me up under that name. It helps me keep this stuff produced, so I really appreciate those of you guys who are pitching in for it. I try to release each episode one week early on Patreon. Currently, I am behind, but I'm going to get back ahead. Uh, if you just like my humor in general, I've done a lot of stuff over the years. I've got a website, donsomewhere.com, which is basically just a collection of links to other places you can find me at this point, at YouTube, wherever. I've done some animation-type things, parodies of fan fiction of My Little Pony, the, you know. If you want to go check it out, then donsomewhere.com. Otherwise, just stay tuned and keep an eye out. Our next episode is going to be coming up. It's going to be a system without rules that I'm not familiar with. A friend of mine ran this game, just as a friend of mine ran the vampire game that Vampire Charade was loosely based on. I guess, actually, I should say the game had rules, we just didn't really use them. Anyway... Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes and that you have a fantastic week.